Hey, Alex. Hey, Steve. You know what might be the greatest snapshot of the difference in us and this show is the contrast between you and I? What? No. Did the question at least make sense? Somewhat. What's the biggest difference between you and I? Let's just, I'm just going to get right to in it. In reference to the show? So I'm sitting here right now. I was just finishing getting my pages, pages, plural, pages of notes together, and you're on your phone. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of cats on Reddit while ignoring your cat. You know. And yet you get to be America's sweetheart. Look You're at just that one. I think he's blind. Anyway. That makes for great audio. Let's let's look at the you know what we could do? On our Twitter page we could have put a picture of the cat, right? Well I uh, maybe. Well, I think that I think the audience can understand that I'm implying that I'm showing you a picture of a cat. Yes, I understand that, but I'm trying to get us to a hundred followers. The race for a hundred, and I'm thinking, I what's going to? I would love gonna... to put pictures of cats on our Twitter. Okay. By the way, do you care to guess how a race for a hundred is going? Uh, plus one. Yes, plus one. We are at thirteen. Wow. I I thought we were going to do better this week. I I was on the Twitter. Okay. And. There was a post, and I responded to it, and it literally got, like, tons of likes and the little hearty McBobbies and retweets. So I'm like, all right, this is going to be the thing to get us some traction. Like, how many retweets? I don't know. If you want to... Oh, that was fun. No, that was funner. Um, if you could carry the show for just 15 seconds, I can get you an exact number. Um, so, this week... <laughs> On HBO, they've been showing the Mighty Ducks franchise, the movies. And I was watching the second one, and I bet this has been brought up in the past. But I kind of feel like the Mighty Ducks kids were kind of the bad guys. There was one point where a kid ran out onto the rink with a lasso and lassoed another kid. That's true. Yeah. They were felons. Yeah, they just kind of like, I don't know. Wait, 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 how many retweets did you get? Uh, I got 16 likes. Whoa. Yeah, that's like a real number. That is. So I thought that would gain us more traction, but that's okay. It got us the one. That still counts. And if this is exponential growth. Yep. And we commit to keep doing the show every week, I think the race to 100, I think it could be a thing. Yeah, we're on track for like two years. Yeah. One week? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And we have, we've already dangled the carrot of the bonus show where we watch and live podcast a game. So I think we're good there. Ain't nobody want that. Are you kidding? It would be adorable. Yeah, okay. You know what else I've been thinking? I gave this some thought. Maybe we should have had like code names. Like for the show, it would have been great. Like we could have been uh, Cobra and the Big Mac. Would you be Big Mac? Yeah, totally. Okay. So what do you think? Sure. Like the Big Mackings is what we could have called these instead. Mm, no. <laughs> is this the same no when I as when I asked if we could have Sanford and Son as our theme song? Yes. Well, yeah. no. Yeah, we, yeah, same thing. We'd get in trouble. Oh, man. Well, I'm not in trouble. We don't make money from this. <laughs> but maybe getting sued by McDonald's would get us some followers. Maybe. Oh, yeah, you know, probably would. Okay. At this point, it's only good publicity, right? I gotta think so. I, I, we've got to be the little show that could. Yep. All right. But we are. We were a day late this week because uh, some st some nonsense that happened. But so it's Friday. So we've already right. started week four, and we'll get into that shortly because I know you got some feels about that one. But before that, we will kind of we'll stick with the week three stuff and the new game that is sweeping the nation ten by ten. Oh yeah. Yep. It's a new game. You know, thank you for your enthusiasm. Do you do you have a segment you'd like to try out? Yeah, it's called Eleven by Eleven. <laughs> Please. Um. So I have eleven questions for you. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes. What you got? What is your favorite color? Teal. One. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna let you get get out of that now. Oh, thank goodness. I couldn't think of another question. <laughs> I'm a little worried that's the truth. Okay, so 
You know, so we need a theme song, and then we need um, a theme song for 10 by 10. Yeah. Okay. Have you started working on it? No. So that looks like like it's my job. I could do some. I can like hum something. Last week it was the recorder, and now you could hum something. Well, yeah. I did bring out the recorder last week. I wasn't very good at it. So is it more lies like Hobo Steve? No. You did. You did bring out a recorder. Yeah. Where's the recorder? Well, because I was moving and I found Uh it again. Okay. Did you bring it? Oh, here? No. Did you record anything? I was at work. Uh You have the recorder at work. No, I was at work. I didn't bring my recorder to work. Okay. I suppose I could have kept my car. But... So it's safe to assume the, the theme song issue is going to be on me and then the 10 by 10 song is going to be on me. Um, I, can, I can think of a theme song. I'm guessing I'd probably just go to something like a free domain where they've got music and kind of lift some stuff because then it's free domain. It's allowed. I mean, yeah. All right. <laughs> do you? I'm sorry. Do you have a better idea that you would like to contribute I can't have the theme song to Sanford and Son or the Golden Girls. Hmm. But we could have something. Okay. Let's get to 10 by 10. Sure. Okay. I thought we started already. So, do you remember the premise of 10 by 10? You ask me 10 questions? They're questions or open-ended statements, things like that, and then you respond. Okay. All right. So, oh, you're explaining it to the listener, okay? You know, because we probably have thousands of new listeners. Yeah, you should explain what the thing is every time, because I I thought you were legitimately asking me, and I was like, oh man. No, I legitimately was, because I, I I worry you have brain damage when it comes to the show, and you don't remember anything from one week to the next. Well, that's just most things, not just this show. <laughs> that's why I can't stay mad at you. Okay. All right, number one, Saquon Barkley is out four to eight weeks. Bobby is the team that has Saquon Barkley. So let's split the difference and say he's going to miss six games. Mm-hmm. Bobby's record will be blank without Saquon Barkley. Four and two. Bobby's record with, with Saquon Barkley would have been? Five and one. All right. So not too much damage done by this. No. All right. Two. Last week, I asked you for fantasy advice. I'm going to ask you for fantasy advice again. Was I right last week? You were. Yep. Do it. Do you remember what your advice was? The defense. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the I think the Patriots, who I went without, scored the Cowboys by one. So kudos. That's why we're bringing it back. Yeah, there you go. All right. The thing I am worst at in fantasy football is quarterbacks. For some reason, I kind of get like behind one quarterback, and I'm a little late in changing around. So I bring that up for context because this week on the waiver wire, I picked up Russell Wilson, who's, I think, fourth mm-hmm. on the season and I have Jared Goff so it's Jared Goff at home versus Tampa or Rusty Wilson at Arizona yeah, that's hard because I think Arizona's so mediocre that if the Seahawks get ahead early they're just not going to pass the ball which I think is very possible and Russell Wilson's been doing pretty well lately although he's inconsistent in the past this is remarkably unhelpful, so I'm going to pin it down and make it easier for you. Well, I'm 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 weighing my options. Oh, please go ahead. So I was going to say we're going to do Russell. It, start Russell Wilson. Yeah. Okay, and that might be the thing to do. Now let me follow up with the scenario. Okay. I play Kelly, who, as we know, is the juggernaut of the league yep. this week. Yep. One of the things that I think is to my advantage is. Nine of her twelve players have the early game, and two of the and only one of her like that. There's like a defense, a defensive player, and then one running back. So she's pretty much gonna have fired her shot after the one o'clock games. Versus, I will only have had a few players go at the one o'clock game. Mm-hmm. If I'm projected, does it change your mind if at that point after she's had most of her players go and I've only had a few of mine? Does it change your strategy if I am projected to be close versus I need more of a yeah, if you, Upside more, play. If, you, if you need more points, I would go against, uh, I would pick Russell Wilson for the big point hope, because I think he could really put a lot of points up. So if I'm projected to I think win or Goff keep it close. I think likely to have an average score, and Russell Wilson's going to be booming best. All right. I, I think that's solid advice, actually. I appreciate you on that. You're welcome. All right. Number three, Kyler Murray is quarterback 11 this year. 
So if you're Lucas, is that good enough to ride the wave until Drew breezes back? Or are you still actively trading and working the waiver wire? I would keep actively looking. Kyler Murray has not really been good this year. He's just had a lot of lucky garbage time things at the end of games. Okay. So, I mean, if he can keep doing that, cool, but... If they're actually winning the game, he's not going to be getting junk points at the end. Yeah. Okay, and he did not look great against Carolina at the end of that game. He did not look good against Detroit whatsoever. Different, though. Looked terrible for three quarters and then was good in the fourth quarter here. The were bad for four quarters. Yeah. And that's what what I'm saying. They let him... They play to prevent defense, and that's why he was able to just get those points. Tracking you now. There it is. Okay, makes a lot of sense. You know, Alex, you, you brought some serious knowledge the last couple of questions. I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'll ruin it with this one. Yeah, probably. All right. Oh, I do. I'm actually curious. All right, we've got current structure of the league is we have two undefeated teams, three teams at two and one. So those would be five spots, and then three teams at one and two. Which of these teams, in your opinion, needs to win the most this week? Which of the one and two teams? Jason, who's playing Bobby, or Cam, or Lucas. And Cam and Lucas are playing each other this week. Who would be in the most trouble to go down to one and three? I'd say it has to be Cam or Lucas. I would say Lucas. I think, you know... He has some injury problems on his team, so I think he has to win now, and then it'll be a little bit easier to win later, so he has to build up the wins now. Okay, makes sense. Cam's getting Tyree Kill back, so he can kind of be onward and upward. Yeah, that too, same thing. But that's why it's kind of between the two. But. All right. How many 0-3 teams are there? Two. Nice. Who's the other one? Gordon. Nice. I thought you'd like that. So we're going against each other today? Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> Melvin Gordon has returned this week. Yes. Melvin Gordon, because of the injury to Justin Jackson, will probably at least play some this week. Do you start him if you're Lucas? No, he's not playing this week. Are you sure? Yeah. They said he wasn't. He just started practice on Thursday. And I think that was the plan, but today they announced that the other running back was in a boot, so he might get some play. Did they change it? I still wouldn't do it. Okay. When are you dumping Austin Eckler? Question six. I'm going to wait two weeks into Melvin Gordon starting. I want to see how many carries he gets. Will he be on your bench next week? Next week? It depends. I picked up Giants main running back after six. I saw Wayne Gallman, yeah. So I'm going to see how he does this week while Austin Eckler starts. And then if Melvin Gordon comes back next week and he does well enough, I'm going to start him. Okay. That was my plan. If you lose, number seven, if you lose to Gordon. I'm still winning. I'm still making the playoffs. Love it. Still making it. I have a great team. I'm getting screwed over. <laughs> I, I think so many of the top scorers every week have been against me. I've had the third highest score last week and the week before, and I still lost. You weren't third last week. Are you sure? Positive beyond words. Well, I was at one point. You were third in week two. In week three, I think you were around fifth or sixth. So I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying you weren't quite that high. Okay. Boing. Eight. Kelly has the top quarterback in the league, the second-ranked running back, and the first and third-ranked wide receivers. Yep. You know what? Everyone gets a mulligan. That'll be yours. Nine. No, no, I was checking the thing. Okay, okay, so she has everything. Hmm. You know what I had last week? <laughs> I had the number one tight end, the number one wide receiver, and the number two running back, and now they're nowhere near that. Things can change. You're the Oh, that's right. That's right. You had the mighty Mark Andrews. Number one tight end, number one wide receiver, number two running back. Now I'm on three. So there you go. Things do change. I think. Things change. Things change. We keep. I keep saying that to myself. I keep saying that to myself. But she's like on a nine-week run right now. You consider the end of last week and the start of this week. Yeah. But all right, nine. James Conner is averaging less than nine points a game. Two point eight yards a carry. If Tyreek Hill were healthy right now, would you, I'm sorry. If your Cam, and Tyreek Hill were healthy right now, 
I hate this. Yeah. Is that the end of the question? The question's terrible. It says one's on me, so I'm just rereading it. I don't don't like the way I wrote it. Okay. That was like those other ones where you just said a thing and then I had to like respond. I'm going to call an audible here. Sorry, that was bad radio. Um, David Montgomery is quarterback 28. We're starting this question from scratch beyond James Conner's terrible numbers. James or David Montgomery is running back 28. At what point are you contemplating benching Conner for Montgomery? Mm, not for a few more weeks. Okay. 10. For the second week in a row... Tim has two kickers. Good for him. He knows what he wants. Everybody has their thing. Everyone has their thing. Yep. Featuring Cobra and the Big Mac. Nope. Yep. I'm a Cobra. Where'd you get those from? I was popped in my head. That was no weird to pop in your head. I'd be like, chair guy and the table. Am I chair guy or the table? Uh, you're sitting in the chair. Are you sitting on a table? Yep. Alright. They don't. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties? Technical difficulties. Alright, but we're back in the saddle now. Yep. Alright. So, it is time for the power jankings. Sweet. Do you care to guess who Team 10 is? Gordy! Gordy is 10, <laughs> dropping one spot from 9 to 10. Nice. Third low score this week. Okay. Uh, duds from Adam Thielen, Kenny Galladay, and Marquise Brown. So, not looking great. No, it is not. Let me ask you this question. If you're Gordon, he has Todd Gurley. Are we... St- Actually, I'll back it up here. Game one. Todd Gurley averages 6.9 yards a carry. Game two, four yards a carry. And game three, three yards a carry. One through ten, how concerned are you? This is what happened. This is becoming what happened last year, where he just progressively got worse and worse. And then he took the break, and then he came back, started out okay, and got worse and worse. Six. So you're pretty worried. Yeah, well, apparently he has some pretty bad knee problems. So Arthritis in your mid-20s isn't that big a deal, right? No, I don't know. I wouldn't know. Well, that's. I'm glad you don't have any arthritic condition. Not that I know of. That's true. Yeah. Do you think Gordy cares? Is the question. No. All right. I think at this point I've established that nine teams, in theory, could win the league. Really? Yeah, but I think I could make an argument for the other nine, just mm-hmm. not this one. Well, I mean, he has Jackson. He has my kid. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> and? Who else he's, does he have? He's good. He sure is. He's got Adam Thielen, though, who's dealing with one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Okay. No. Ken- false. He's good. Kenny Galladay, I think, is solid. And Todd Gurley, as you have established, you are concerned with, you'd say, a, a 6 on a scale of 1 through 10. Anything else on that team that uh, gives you optimism? No. Okay. I think that's all we've got for Team uh, 10. Oh, I, I did want to. I was going to tease this earlier, but now that we're really into the nine teams that matter in this league, I think I've got one shocking pick that is going to surprise you. What? That you think Gordy's going to win? No, no. I think that I've established that I think that that is the one team that is already eliminated. Okay. All right. Care to guess who number nine is? Me. No. Yeah. <laughs> Cam. No. You. No. Lucas. 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 My preseason prediction has become the Madden curse. Lucas is currently dropped from six last week to nine this week. Now, we know a little bit about his team's week four performance, but we're not going to kind of tip our hand there because right now we're focusing on where we're at through three weeks. Uh, Last week, low score of the week. I still think that he's a bit snake bitten in that he's had minimal touch, uh, minimal touchdown production, two court, <laughs> two touchdowns from his quarterback last week, zero touchdowns from anybody else, and a 
botched week from his kicker as well, which can be uh, problematic. But his guys were getting decent yardage totals. Mm -hmm. So I'm still a believer. On top of that, he's got Melvin Gordon coming back this week, which I think isn't going to be a big deal this week, but obviously is going to be helpful moving forward. Right. So if he can beat Cam, and this is where it'll get interesting, because now we'll just talk briefly about week two. Last night was the Thursday night game, and Devontae Adams, he sort of remembered he was a top-tier wide receiver and put up 25 points against Cam and almost outscored his quarterback. So at least as of Thursday night, he's looking like he could be in good shape to go to 2-2. Two and two. Nice. That, and then your elite-level running back coming back does put you... Sorry, words are hard tonight. Uh, it it's is. putting you in good shape. Yep. Question I will ask you yes. about this team. Yep. Currently, Tyrell Williams is wide receiver 19. Okay. Robert Woods is wide receiver 55. Nice. Uh, clearly, Robert Woods had higher draft capital, was picked a lot higher. Would you look to make a switch this week or to the player who's doing better, or are you looking more towards the draft capital that you put in Robert Woods and giving him another chance and looking at the fact that the Buccaneers are coming to, are playing the Rams, so that might be a get-right game. Mm, I'd trust your guy this week. I'd give him one more week. One more week with Robert Woods? Yeah. Well, how many times is he targeted? Is he targeted that much? I love when you ask questions like that. I don't know. I... I think. I well, no, I'm, I've got the information right here. He has got 23 targets, which is not bad for comparison's sake. Tyrell Williams has 17. Tyler Boyd has 32, and Devonte Adams, I believe, had 36. Hmm. And actually, a little peek behind the curtain, it looks like he has Robert Woods and Tyrell Williams going this week. Ooh, neat, spicy. It, <laughs> Looks like he put Manny Sanders on his bench. All right. So I am curious about. I guess it's because they're playing Jacksonville, so that does make sense. All right. So I'm still a believer in the commission's team. I think it's going to be onward and upward from here. Absolutely. Team eight. Team eight is me. Nope. Yay. Cam. Uh, <laughs> no. The other one that is playing Bobby, whom is... Oh, it's Jay. It is Jay. Jay pops up two spots, going from 10 to 8. Nice. Yeah. Good week to get off the get off the 0-2 bandwagon. God, my word. I apologize to everyone. This is, this is me swinging and missing quite a bit. Um, fifth most amount of points last week, so nice uh, job there. And I, th Jay's actually made some good decisions um, with the waiver wire this year and picking up free agents. He's got DJ Chark and Terry McLaurin both tied for wide receiver seven this year, and he picked up Delaney Walker, who is tight end eight, and he dropped Baker Mayfield. So I really appreciate. You know, I think a lot of your answers have been what mine would be, that right now you're still at a point where you're trusting the draft capital of guys you drafted early, and Jay's showing more of a willingness to move. Good for him. Yeah, I think... we got to make those needed changes. That's what's been wrong with the last 10 minutes. I haven't given you enough room to shine. I think I'm making a mental note of that. Uh, all right. Say, um... You don't like compliments, do you? I love compliments. You're a wonderful brother. Thanks, man. You give good presents. You're nice to your you're nice to your nephews. Okay. Your hygiene is above reproach. Does that mean above average or great? Unquestionable. Unquestionable. I wouldn't say that. You do not stink. I I do not today. <laughs> now, let me ask you this question. So we've kind of been talking about guys who haven't been living up to their draft stock. I want to talk about a guy of Jason's 
Stefan Diggs, who I kind of have to take a loss on because I have keep I've repeatedly banged the drum for Gordy not keeping Stefan Diggs and instead keeping Lamar Jackson. And clearly, that has not paid off. He has, he, after three games, Stefan Diggs, who I think was drafted around wide receiver 15, 14, I think, um, on pace for 32 catches, 539 yards, and five touchdowns. That's his projection. Neat. Now, Jay's already benched him because yeah. we've talked about it. Jay's uh, shown a nice willingness to make those changes. Agree. Yeah. Do you contemplate cutting him if he has another bad week? No. Well, oh, man, that's hard because we only have four bench spots. And we've got bye We started bye weeks this week, but only two teams, but it's going to get a little, the flow is going to get heavier soon. It's going to get crazy. Ah, I wouldn't want to. I still think he can come back. Well, let's let's make let's make this real world. Um, I'm just gonna do a quick snapshot of his team. Or offer him as a trade. Well, I would say try to trade him. We don't ever make trades in this league, but I, I'm not opposed to it. But what are you gonna get for him? I don't know. Someone else's backup bench guy. Maybe he needs a running back. He's got Aaron Jones, Juju, Terry McLaurin, Delaney Walker, Julian Edelman, DJ Chark, Le'Veon. Stefan Diggs, Devin Singletary, and he's got a backup DB who he'll cut next week. So he's got one spot to play with. If he's got two by, if he's got to get rid of a second player, I guess. But I don't know. I still like him. I still would. I'd still be afraid to drop him. I don't disagree. But if you had to, I guess so. If right. I had to, if I had to, <laughs> number seven. Me. You. Me. Owen three. I've been talking a lot. Let me turn it over to you for a little bit. How are you feeling about your team? I like my team, but I can't win. Although my quarterback finally did something this week because he played the Thursday night game. I think that's why I keep losing. Past three weeks my quarterback's only got me like twenty something points. That's that is a very good point. So But this week he got fifty. Or forty nine point five. Peek behind the curtain. I was really sick yesterday, so that's part of the reason we kind of kicked the can on this. And uh, this is the first time in a while I didn't watch the Thursday night game, and I slept through it. So I remember I woke up. I All I saw was the score, so I didn't know anything about anything. And I remember thinking, oh, no, did Alex play Matthew Stafford over Aaron Rodgers? So I want to ask, was it close? Because you did start Stafford last week. No, it wasn't close. Stafford, uh, Aaron Rodgers is playing the Eagles, and their defense isn't that great. They have, like, two of the worst corners starting. And I was like, this is the perfect time for Aaron Rodgers to start. And it wasn't a situation where you almost forgot, like, Thursday at, like, 6.59. You're like, oh, crap, I better get this done. Nope. I knew what I was, I knew what I was doing. I, I started Stafford last week on purpose, and it's not like it was a bad thing. Aaron Rodgers scored a half a more point than Stafford did. Oh, I thought Stafford outscored him, but it was the other way around? Like, by, like, a half a point. Yeah, yeah. So, so. It wasn't a big deal. So. But, yeah, no, I, I was always going to start Aaron Rodgers. So. Good. It's a good win for the Lions last week. I was pretty impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere I keeps watching, keeps saying that they're like one of the most undeserving, undefeated teams in a week three that's ever existed. But. Well, look, we're going to get blown out this week, so I'm just going to enjoy this for what it is right now. Oh, I'm going to too, but I feel like every week that we've watched, the Lions are like, hey, we're winning. Guys, take the game. It's okay. And then the other <laughs> team just fails to do it. That's like every week. Especially this one. Yeah, we gave them two drives in the last four minutes, didn't we? Well, that too, and then we could kick a field goal, and they just let blocked it. They got blocked. That's right. Ugh. So, I think we both know that we're just gonna get our wheels blown off this week. So let's let's. Nope, nope. I'm gonna save that. It's actually a little game we're gonna play later. Oh, Alex's Alex's big predictions. Nope, Lions are gonna win. Bold. Wow, it's okay. Bold prediction. Change. Chiefs are going down. <laughs> and this is your last week, right, for Coach to have a hot dog this on the sideline. This is the last week. They are going to decimate the Chiefs, and in the fourth quarter, Matt Patricia is going to celebrate by munching on a hot dog on the field. Well, I think what America wants to know more than anything, and last week Rudy's dog died, if this is the analogy to the movie, 
where are we now? <laughs> this, this is where Rudy comes back. This is the win. This is the winning week. But where was he at 0-3? So 0-3, that was the dog dying? Yeah, 0-3 was the dog dying, and then this is when he comes back and wins. Now, clearly, you had uh, you had Aaron Rodgers, so we know you're in good shape. Um, Gordy didn't have anybody go last night, right? No. So, okay. If you lose this week after a big, big week like this, then where are we in the movie? Do you remember that scene? Oh, boy. In the director's cut where uh-huh. Rudy, it was like the third game of his senior year, and he got tetanus. <laughs> his ear was ringing? No, that's tinnitus. Oh, okay. Tetanus. Like he stepped on a nail? Yeah. Okay. Remember, remember that? So losing in week one was senior year before the last game, but losing now to go on to four moves us backwards in the it's timeline. It's like a flashback. Oh, boy. So like it's a flashing back to when he got that because he said he didn't want to get his tetanus shot because he thought it would make, it would, immunizations were bad. And he got tetanus and he was like, oh, man, maybe I was wrong. Poor Rudy. Yeah. I do not want that scenario. Yeah, you really got to watch the extended edition. There's a lot of stuff that happens to him. First of all, I would totally watch the extended version of Rudy. It's like the greatest movie. It is. I, yeah, yeah. I got tetanus. Oh, my goodness. That's that's something. Yep. Okay. And tinnitus. Um, where are you at with John Ross? Great week one. <laughs> yep. Um. Uh, Week two stat line looked good at the end of the game, but it was that mother bust of a touchdown at the end. Yep. And then I think it was just total garbage last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. I actually like looked. I think it was like second quarter and he had me negative point three points or something like that. Or negative point eight points. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He came back a little bit, but I you know and I don't blame him either. I feel it's just the it's just the bungles. <laughs> they are not playing well. They did have a nice little surge in the second half. I was watching that game a lot. Yes. And that's when Ross came back a little bit with some points. That's why he doesn't have me a negative amount. Okay. So as it stands now, you have got uh, Wayne Gallman on your bench and John Ross in your flex. Going to stay that way? I might switch Ross with the running back from the Giants. I'm thinking about it. Wayne Gallman, who I just brought up? Yep. Okay. I'm bad at names sometimes. That's okay. I haven't heard much about AJ Green. Is that coming? Is he coming back anytime soon? No, okay. they're just not talking about it. Like AJ Green's probably just like jogging at the Bengals like facility, and they're like, "Hey AJ, you want to play this week?" And he's like, "Nah, I'm waiting for this guy to drop me off his fantasy football team. Still has me there on his IR slot, so I'll come back after." So <laughs> once you drop AJ Green, he's gonna know. Yeah, and then he's gonna rip it. He's okay. gonna be great. I like the, but you know, you survived this week. AJ Green is coming back. I think Wayne Gallman. I'm not a fan, but I think he's gonna get work. I mean, if he's just all he's got to do is be your second flex player, and you're gonna get Golden Tate back. This not this week. So starting week five, then week. he's gonna yep. be in the roster. And Golden Tate's gonna be baller. He's got Danny Dimes throwing to him. How's David Johnson doing? It seems like he's and not good. He's just getting a lot of volume work. Is that He's about okay. what's going on? He's okay. Okay. I don't know. He's, it's really... I think it's back to that situation where they can't run the ball again because they're just, like, packing the... Especially because they have, like, a quarterback that runs a little bit more, so they have to keep a guy there, so they're not really able to run. But they throw it to him sometimes. Mix up for a little bit. Okay. I'm not really sure I got what your answer was there. He's okay. Uh, he's okay. All right. He's a guy. Right. He's a guy. He's a st- he's a guy to start in fantasy football. That's true. He's ranked ten. Who cares how he gets there? Exactly. It did have to suck to lose such a great performance by Michael Evans. Oh, absolutely. What was it like? I know there are three, touchdowns. three touchdowns. I don't remember the rest of the stat line. I don't remember. He had me like thirty-nine points after the first three weeks in which he did like nothing. How are you feeling about DJ Moore? He's consistently average. So. It's okay. For That's absolutely two. okay. All right. For just like a my third wide receiver, yes. Well, second now, but third, yeah. Well, I think you've got a good shot versus Gordy, so that'll be fun. Yeah, I do. Especially because I'm up by 50 points right now, so I'm going in with a little bit of a handicap. Won't you be going in with the opposite of a handicap? No. It would seem like Gordy's going into this with a handicap now that he's down a lot. 
I think handicaps in sports are things that help you win. Okay. Like when you're golfing, you get a handicap. Okay. Because you're not as good. <laughs> I still feel like that supports my argument because Gordy's going with the handicap because he's not as good. No, I think you're being insensitive by calling Gordy handicapped because he's bad when in reality you get a handicap which helps you win. Okay. Well, I think we're just going to get off well, of this ask, one for ask, fear. Ask, ask the viewers. You can ask, you know, tweet out. The millions of viewers, if they, vote, if they took all the time to vote, we'd probably shut down Twitter. I think that this is going to be an important week for you because you... It's incredibly important. I can't go out one for yeah, because you have the problem that I have this week. You play, you play the juggernaut next week. I play Kelly next week? Yep. What? Yes. Why? <laughs> Are you guys... Yeah, that's, that's going to be tough. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Because she has to play people and obliterate hopes and dreams. Okay. But you, you at least only have to play her once. Yeah. Okay, but I'm still 0-3 already. Yeah, but it will be helpful to get to one and three, and uh, you know maybe six of her players will get injured this week. That's always possible. Well, I don't wish injuries upon anybody. Maybe they'll all miss the team bus. Yeah, something like that. All right, team six. Team six is Cam. Nailed it. Nailed Dropped it. one spot from five to six. Neat. Um, we because I think every other sentence has to be about Kelly. We'll talk about her again briefly in that. I think. Like, you never want to lose, right? Yeah. But if you're going to lose, I think Cam lost the way you want to lose. You're going to put up your dud week against just the league juggernaut, take your loss, move on, versus you obviously don't want to be in a situation where you, you know, we talked about it sucks to have lost the Mike Evans performance in a loss. Yeah. So if your whole team would have had a great week and you lost, you know, because they're not going to have great weeks every week. So it's... I'm worried it's going to sound like I'm insulting Cam. I'm not. I'm saying if you're going to lose, this is how you want to do it. Sure. And he's one and two. He's going against Lucas, so he's still he's still one of the nine teams I think can make an arg- a claim to uh, a postseason run. And I think that I think Cam made good draft choices that just unfortunately aren't paying off right now. We've got once was his keeper. In yep. his QB9, that's not bad, but obviously your keeper is your round one pick, so you maybe would have liked a little more of a return on your investment. Mm-hmm. Tyree Kill is out. Yep. James Conner is running back 31. Yep. Brandon Cooks is uh, running, excuse me, uh, wide receiver 28. TJ Hawkinson is tight in 13, but we know that's on the, ba- the back of an incredible week one, and I think two catches for eight yards in the two games since. Yeah, they're not like not using him. Or he's getting penalties. Or he's dropped. Did he that one? He dropped in the end zone. I can't remember. Was that a was, was that a, a bad drop? No, he he wasn't dropped. It was like, are you talking about the one where he stepped out of the back of the end zone? I thought he dropped one, but I wasn't watching the whole game. Oh yeah, he. I think he dropped one too, but it might have been like just because the defense had played it well. But there was another one where he stepped out of bounds and came back in and caught it, and then they called it back. So okay. So there's reason to hope this is going to get better. Yeah, well, I mean, technically they did throw at him twice in the end zone. So okay. it's not, you know, still targeting him, but targets are targets. Target targets. So uh, Sorry, my my ESPN updates are going off, so I want to make sure that there's not any breaking news that we want to factor in. Uh, breaking news. Cool. So, I don't think that Yep. I don't think any of these we talked about the Hawkinson pick, but that wasn't until later rounds. But, you know, these early picks that just aren't pan out, I don't think any of these, when he drafted them, people were like, what are you doing drafting him there? It's just been a bad run of it. Sometimes you just have bad luck. I think you 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 talk about that quite frequently, kind of being snake bitten. Oh, yeah. Happens all the time. You can never predict things, you know? Yeah. You can just kind of guess statistically. <laughs> On the plus side, he's got Marlon Mack is running back seven. So Nice. Um, he also has a quarterback that is okay, and Cam also has a fantastic personality. Cam really does have a great personality. Yes. Um, personality one. I think that this is 
we asked the question earlier to you, who's the team that most needs the win? And I believe you said Lucas. Yep. I think that, I think I can get there. I think the flip side is I think Cam is in really good shape. If he wins, he gets to two and two. He likely would be around four seed territory. And clearly we're a long way from the playoffs, but to kind of be at that spot. And you've got one of your best players in Tyreek Hill coming back. I think that puts you in good shape. Absolutely. All right. Team five. Team five would be Mr. Moore? No. Oh. Matt. Oh, by the way, did you think seven was a fair ranking for you? Yep. Okay. Matt. Nope. You. Me. Oh. Uh, my team jumped from eight to five, setting the stopwatch so that we only talked about them for two minutes. Last week felt pretty much like a must-win game because if I lose, I'm one and two, and I'm playing the juggernaut, and I do not want to go to one and three. I think I know the answer to this question, but I'll ask because it's my two minutes. Did you track my matchup with Matt at all? Very little. It was one of those games where the loser would it just sucked to be the loser because I put up the second highest score and he put up the fourth highest score and he was projected to win for most of the early games it fluctuated in the late games where I was projected to win and then he had Tyler Lockett went off at the end of the four o'clock game so he wound up being I think projected to win by about 20 points going into the Monday night game mm-hmm. or the Sunday night game excuse me but I saw it a lot of action I had uh, golf to Cooper Cup with the double dip two times. Double dip. That may be like crack. I've never had crack, but my word, that's an experience. When you get all those points from your quarterback thrown to your wide receiver touchdowns happening two times. I'm going to say something controversial. I'm going to say it's probably not like crack. <laughs> okay. But I bet it feels good. <laughs> it was a good time. And Nick Chubb had a good game, so we snuck through with a six-point win. Nice. Um, Yeah, and I will acknowledge I think I was really lucky to get that win because if we had the old scoring rules from last year or from two years ago at the ESPN, I would have lost a lot more points on the Patriots because I don't know if you watched it, but they gave up 14 points, but all were on, both of them were on special teams plays and that would have counted last year. So I would have wound up losing to Matt by like half a point and I'd be nauseous right now. All right, 10 seconds left. Uh, I really like the team. I think they're coming together. I lose to Kelly, but I still think we're on the right track. That's cool. You said 10 seconds. You gave me like four seconds of that 10 seconds. I didn't know what to say. I gave myself two minutes. Oh, you gave yourself two minutes. And then as a, as a duo, we can continue. Yes. Um, I think you have a good team, and I think you've made good decisions. Thanks, mate. You're welcome. All right. And last thing, uh, I've got the number one waiver warrior claim, which always makes me happy because if something happens, it's got me set up. So. Oh, I never do that. I know, but that's I, okay. I always have to play trash time, pickup time, every week. So, well, look, it's worked. You got uh, Wayne Gallman. You yeah. made uh, you made some fantastic pickups after week one with uh, Mark Andrews and John Ross. Yeah. So, there's pros and cons. So it's worked out really well for you. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. All right, number four. Number four is Mr. Moore. Tim. Yep. Tim was four last week. Tim stays at four this week. Nice. I think I want to nickname him Jaws. Jaws? Jaws. Like the shark? No. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, right now, he is not in the tier. He is not in that top tier. That's not an insult. Most of us aren't in that top tier. But here's what he's doing. Week one, fifth highest score. Week two, fourth highest score. Week three, Third highest score. Week four, projected to be third highest score. Quarterback five, running back five and eight, wide receivers five, 13, and 21. He's just going to keep plugging along, going to keep chugging along, going to keep picking up pieces here or there. And this team, this team's going to get even better. So, Donna, I was going to do the Jaws thing, but I'm terrible at that. So, Donna. 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 Then, okay, we're back to the... Th- why, why is he like Jaws? Because if you are trying to win the championship and you're feeling good, 
and you just kind of hear that noise and know something's coming and the, the beach day that was fun and seeing the seeing the the fun ocean the pretty ocean cooking the hot dogs in a nice day oh and, and then just he know, kills you and then he kills you or he chops off your arm yeah yeah that is what Jaws did it is so that is why I think Tim is like Jaws he's just gonna sneak up on the league and what mythical animal would you be your team be <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot. I went immediately went to the Parks and Rec where uh, they have the what is it uh, the horse on the bot the human body. There's a horse on a human body, a you, centaur. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know much about mythical creatures though. So that's not really where I'm. It's not my skill set. That's okay. It's a, it's a centaur. Centaur. All right. Yeah. I just liked it because it was an episode with Jerry. Have you ever watched Parks and Rec? Uh, of course, I watched the whole thing. Oh, okay, so you're familiar. Yeah, I was like, hey, Steve, have you watched Parks and Rec? And you're like, eh, I watched it a little bit. And then all of a sudden, apparently, you got into it. Yeah, Ron Swanson's the man. Yes, he is. So I like Tim's team. I think they're. I think being four, I think he's just setting the table. Yep. And I am very proud of myself. I don't think I've referenced a puzzle once on this show. I think you did. I think someone had a piece to a puzzle. Dang it. Well, but just once. Well, I will listen to the show afterwards. We know that you don't, so I will be able to know for certain. And even if you didn't, you did it just now. Well, I think it's okay, though, if you say, like, I'm not no. talking about. You see, so, like, if someone does, like, meth, and they're like, you see, I haven't done meth in a week, except for this one time to prove that I haven't done it. <laughs> see, how, see how much it's affecting me? See, I haven't been doing it. That's the same thing. Well, now I feel bad about myself. Yeah, see, you, you've ruined it. <laughs> All right. Team three. Team three is Matt. No. No, Bobby. Bobby is 3-0, and drops one spot from two to three. Nice. Is it? I mean, I don't know. I think that... I think Bobby's had just a wee bit of a charmed run to get himself to 3-0. and I think that he had the stat correction win in week one, but to be fair, he had one of the higher scores. But then last week, he won with the seventh highest score, so he, oh, he didn't nice. have a great that's week. That's lucky. Yeah. So 3-0 and is 3-0. Yep. But I think that's kind of why he, he dipped a spot to three, and he probably would have scored more points, obviously, if Saquon doesn't go out, I think, in the second quarter of the game. Yeah. So, But I do think that Especially now, with Saquon out, he's going to need a little bit of the Tim magic. I think he's a, I think he's really good at f- with four players, and the, I don't think there's much else to this team. Now, I'm going to pull the roster up, and I want you to give me your opinion if you think I'm wrong. But I would love to give you my opinion about this four guys on his team. Nothing, nothing Ooh. supports that argument like a yawn. Who are the four guys on this team that you are talking about? Are you done now? Well, I'm filling dead air with nonsense. Uh, he's got Devontae Freeman. Okay. Julio. Okay. Odell Beckham. Yeah. Evan Ingram. Eh. He's the number one tight end in football right now. Yeah. <laughs> I do have to say, I think that's going to get cannibalized a little bit, though, when oh, your that, guy that, comes back. That, that noise wasn't for, like, Evan Ingram. Like, ugh. It was more just for, like, the whole thing in general. Just like, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Not even a little bit. That's good. Okay. I, Here okay. we are. Cobra and the Big Mac. Chairman and the table. I'm sorry. For once, mine is better than yours. Oh, no, I think mine has a little heart to it. <laughs> I mean, America loves you, so they're going to vote with yours, you, but yours, I feel. Yours is like what a couple of 12-year-olds would nickname each other over walkie-talkies. <laughs> Like, one has, like, a little chubby friend, and you call him Big Mac, and he's like, don't call me Big Mac, and he's like, call me Cobra. <laughs> okay. What is yours, then? Mine's, like, actual, like, radio shows. If you actually listen to them, they never actually pick anything cool. It's always something stupid. Like, chicken sandwich. Oh, like, free beer and hot wings? Is that See? still a thing? Yeah, that is still a thing. Okay. See what I mean? They just pick a random thing that's, like, in the room. <laughs> okay. Um, well, let me read the rest of the team, and you tell me if you think they're better than I'm giving them credit for. Uh, Devontae Freeman. Yep. Starting running back, you're good with that? No. Oh, okay. 
Uh, flex spots: Sony Michelle and Allen Robinson. Eh. On the bench, obviously the injured Saquon Barkley, not his fault there. Uh, Philip Rivers is a fine quarterback, but then it's Tariq Cohen and Michael Gallup who's also injured. It's okay. So, look, I, one of the things we see historically is that people people get to the championship game on the back of one player, Jason Wanton, the title on the back of. Todd Gurley, Gordy wanted on the back of having the top two wide receivers in the league. I think it was Hopkins and Julio. Or no, OBJ. It was OBJ. Um, I wanted on the back of Jamal Charles. Kelly wanted on the back of Mahomes and McCaffrey. So two players can do it, but I, I, I think you're, I think Bobby would even tell you probably wants a little better of a supporting cast than this. Yep. But at the same time, still number three, still 3-0. Three oh. Those four pieces are very, very good pieces. So yes. that's not an insult. All Pieces right. to the puzzle. Damn duck on it. All right, number two. Number two is Matt. Matt. Matt bumps up a spot from three to two. Nice. Um, like I kind of alluded to before, Matt lost with the fourth highest score of the week, and it was a pretty mar- it was a pretty tight margin. I think I had 169, Tim's at 167, 168, and Matt's right behind at 163, so we were clustered. By and clearly Kelly, who we'll get to later. So, I think he's got that going for him. He scored a lot of points even though he lost. He has, he's technically got three of the top six running backs, but I'm sorry, Mark Ingram had a once in a lifetime game last week. I'm not buying it. <laughs> uh, but beyond that, with Dalvin Cook, who is fantastic, I believe he's the number one running back in the league right now. In fact, I'm pretty confident about that. I'm trying to remember whose other running back is. I'm drawing a blank on that, but I know when I see it, I'm going to be like, there you go, Steve. You should have known that. Yeah, you should have. Well, yeah, I should have. Oh, Derrick Henry. I don't even know the running backs on my team. That's probably just a sign of a lot of things. So, (laughs) I think Derrick Henry's not going to finish sixth, but I think he's going to be a solid number two running back for you. Nice. And what is really impressive about Matt's team is that his keeper was Antonio Brown, who we all thought was going to be a Somewhere in the top 10, right? The uh, wide receiver? 10-12? T- uh, nope. If you remember me, I said he wasn't going to be. Okay. So you... I'll give you credit then. I, but I do think you have to acknowledge you were in the minority on that one. Okay. So... I didn't think he'd be like, I quit the NFL. Yeah. But I didn't think he was going to be top 10. And he's... But he survived that. T.Y. Hilton, DeAndre Hopkins, and... Tyler Lockett have all been admirable. Admirable. Very admirable. I think this is this is just a really good team. I know we haven't even brought up the fact that his quarterback is the number one quarterback. He can't be better than Mahomes, can he? No, he's the number three quarterback in the league. I would say that and Lamar no. Jackson. No way. So he's got the number three quarterback. I'm not counting Ingram, so it's just two of the top five running backs. He's got top shelf wide receivers. I think his here is something I would say if I was Matt. I know, like, for whatever reason, we can't ever make trades in this league. But if I'm Matt, I've got the ammunition. I'm trying to trade Jason Witten. I do not want that to be my starting tight end. And he's got that and Vance McDonald. I can't imagine you're feeling good about that if it's you. No. No, not at all. That's definitely a position you can fix. Why do you think we don't trade much in this league? We've talked about it before. Because it's hard for a trade to go through that is beneficial for both people that doesn't affect the league in a negative way. Yeah, our league does tend to veto more than most leagues. So even if a trade does help both teams, one team could be made even better, giving them a better chance of winning the championship, which decreases the chance of other people winning. I think we're going to... We're going to tread on the disaster that was the 2016 trade all over again. And I'm not going to do that because that that was... No, I'm not saying just us. That's just us in general, you know? What is... I, I gave... I got... Kelly got McCaffrey for me last year. And I think that solidified her winning everything. Even though that trade helped me a ton. And it was the only reason I even had a chance to get into the playoffs. What causes you to veto a trade personally? Personally, I just... It's a... If something's way better than the other thing, that's it. I think I've got an even lower bar than that. I think I'd have to think there was collusion for me to make a trade, veto a trade. Okay, that's but, fair. I mean, I don't think I've never even had to think about vetoing a trade. I don't think I've ever 
tried vetoing it. So, because we don't see him. I, I, there was a, I think I even referenced it last year, and I want to go look it up. There's an, somebody won a Pulitzer Prize in economics for a theory that says you value your own things more than other people's. And in this scenario, what that translates to is I tend to, uh, Matt, for example, might place a higher value on Tyler Lockett than maybe the general public would since that's his player. So that makes him have a higher view of the market value. So it may also be hard to make a trade in that perspective because if he wants to make a trade with you, maybe he wants a, you have a player that you think is a little more valuable. Mm, so, yeah, I'm going to pull that, make a mental note to pull that up because I realize it's not making a ton of sense right now, no, but I'll get to it next week. Okay. I think people that you have are more valued than what they actually are. So oh. you want more. Okay, it actually worked out well. Sure. It's simple. That makes sense. Okay. Well, I, if Mark Ingram has another good week, Maybe that might be his trade bait to get a good tight end. Yeah, hey, go for it. Matt, I've got two top six tight ends, so if you're in the market, come looking this way. Yep. All right, (laughs) I care to guess who number one is. Number one is Kelly. The video game keeps on rolling. What? Patrick Mahomes is a video game player. That's what I talked about last week, like a Madden player. Uh, Okay. I just... just Okay. Yeah, I, I'm realizing too. Because like a raised. car could keep rolling. You could even say like a movie, because like, like the film of like old movies used to spin. Yeah. At the video game. Well, I guess like a disc could. No, I. You know what? No. But you know, you tried. I appreciate I that. Okay, so we'll just say that Kelly's team continues to be incredible. I think it's a, on the verge of lapping the field. Absolutely, it's insane. Number one quarterback. Number two running back. Numbers one and three wide receivers, though like I did earlier with Matt and Mark Ingram, I'm going to call an asterisk on Sammy Watkins. No way. Not going to finish number three wide receiver in the league. Maybe. Not with Tyreek Hill coming back. Maybe. I think I think Mahomes just has three guys he can throw it to, and there are going to be weeks Watkins is incredible, and there are going to be weeks he's just a dude. So, no, I don't think he finishes three. Fair enough. But Maybe. Yes. Um, one of the things, a teaser next week we're going to do is I'm going to go listen to the first episode all over again and kind of make a note of all the players that I had strong opinions on and see how I did. And I clearly missed on a few. I missed on Lamar Jackson. Um, there are a couple others I missed on. I'm just drawing a blank. Ooh, are you going to do for me too? Sure can. Okay. Um, but you're kind of like, everybody's great. Everybody's wonderful. This seems like the best. No, no, no. There's like two people I said that weren't going to do well. One of them being Antonio Brown. Okay. So, yeah, I think... Although uh, that might have been week two. So I won't go back that far, but then we we'll go the first season because n- next week we'll be at the quarter point of the season, so it'll be a good chance to kind of pull back and see where we're at. Uh, it'll be the quarter point? Yeah. Wow, that's quick. I know, it's really sad. It takes it football is. forever to get here. Now it's already 25% done. Yeah, I know. Especially because we're Lions fans, so <laughs> it is already 25% done. Or I'm a Lions fan. Truly, one of the experiences you've been able to have in fantasy football that I have not um, we talk about it from time to time. You had that incredible run. I know it didn't end well, but you had an incredible run where you were like we eleven and two, ten and three, some some or maybe twelve and one, but an insane record. Yep. You were dominating everybody. Yep. I've never been fortunate enough to be in that position. I tend to have to kind of work my way up. So I'm asking you this question as somebody who's never been there. When you have a season like that, do you have to be mindful of anything with your roster, like not getting complacent and just Plug and play. Do you have, I'm trying That's to... the exact thing I was going to say. Try to focus on making your backups better. Okay. I didn't do that. I was like, I was just like, well, I didn't have to because my backups were good too. But I literally was like, there came a point at the end of the season where I just lost because of pure luck. Like I had, I had the best team. There's no question. It's just try to make sure your backup players are good because it's hard to really improve a team that's already almost perfect. Like Kelly's. And I think it's... I, don't, I really don't feel like that's hyperbole. No. I mean, I'm looking at this team. Her backups. Um, she just picked up Austin Hooper this week to cover George Kittle's bye. She may keep him. I don't know. Um, I doubt she will. Philip Lindsay's probably not a guy you're dropping. Tom Brady's not a dry guy you're dropping. Curtis Samuel. She dropped Alshon Jeffrey for um, Austin Hooper. So you probably don't need to roster two tight ends. But I don't know. You know, you don't you don't question the champ. I think Curtis Samuel is the one piece. So basically, she's going to spend the season 
Switching out that one spot. And for bye weeks. So, I mean, that's... So, for you, just kind of... Yeah. Yeah, so I think at this she point might she's really... She be to a point where she just has a couple people on bye and just not do anything and just take the loss because she knows she's going to make the playoffs. It'd be... Cur- I, I think you're right, but it would be curious, like, if... I haven't... Like, Mahomes has a later bye in the season. I think he's... I'm going to pull this up real quick. What I'm getting at is I wonder if there would get to a point where she'd have to make a decision to do exactly what you're talking about. I'm good. I'm locked in. Get to the playoffs. Or she might... she have to drop somebody that's actually okay. Um, Only in the sense that she would have to do that. Like, if she's like, I could have a perfect season. Because that we know that's never been done in the league. Nope. Oh, shoot. My app dropped. Will you talk for just a second? I want to verify when Mahomes' bye week is. Yeah. So, back to the Mighty Ducks thing. Oh, boy. They also, when they weren't playing hockey, they were just kind of a bunch of punks. Like, there was a scene where they just, like, made ladies try on dresses for him at a retail store. And after working, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, ha, 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 ha. Now, now that you're older and, you know, you have a job, you're like, those punks. That's kind of assault. No, it's like one of those, it's like fancy, like, dress places. Uh-huh. I wouldn't say it's like assault, but. I... And then there's, like, one part where they're just, like, roller skating through a mall. And everyone's like, what are you doing, you dying kids? Get out of here. And it's like, oh, man. That's true, and they were really thuggish in the first one before they kind of get whipped into shape. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mahomes by week 12. So clearly she's going to be locked in, probably is the number one seed by then. Yep. But So it'll be curious, but nice problem to have. Nice problem to have. I think, okay, I think that is everything I've got with Kelly's team. Oh, here's my over-under, but you might have answered when you called your shot saying the, the Lions beat the Chiefs, so... Yeah, you actually might have muted the question, but I'll ask it anyway because I did the th- work to put it down on paper. Who loses by more, the Lions to the Chiefs or Steve to Kelly? Steve to Kelly. Yeah, think that's going to be a thing. Yep. But I want, if I think I'm going to lose. I'm, I'm okay with it, but I, I'm hoping I do it the way Cam did. Don't have a crap week. Get it out of the way. If I wind up having to lose like 212 to 171 to Kelly, that's just going to suck even worse. Mm-hmm. So... All right, Kelly's long live the champ. All right, so we're going to move on to predictions for this week. So last week, everybody went three and two. Yep. You knew that? No. Oh, I was super excited. Whenever you have any like bit of having tracked the league, I get excited. Okay, but that's fine. So we all lost on Jason beat Lucas. We all predicted that one wrong. Okay. You missed. You said that you would win your game against Tim. Yep. And then ESPN and I were wrong in saying that Matt would win his game when he did not. Nice. So, for the season, ESPN and I are both 11-4. and four. Alex, you are 9-6. and six. Strong 9-6. and six. All right. We're going to start with the matchup of the week, the jank-up of the week, if you will. Gordy versus Alex. 0-3 v 0-3. All right. Number two, Matt versus number four, Tim. Tim. ESPN is predicting Tim, and I am predicting Matt. Sweet. Yeah, it's fun to disagree. All right, and then we will move to you next. ESPN is predicting you. I pick me. I also pick you. Although we're cheating because Aaron Rodgers already got me 50 points. I've adjusted out for that. You were projected to win before that. Neat. All right. Next. 3-0 Bobby, the number three team, versus the number eight team, Jason. It is... Jason. All right. ESPN is going with... Actually, I need to do some math here real quick. Right now, Bobby, sorry, Bobby's projected to win by eight-tenths of a point, but what was the projection before Aaron Jones? Okay, they would have still predicted Bobby, and then I am also going to take Bobby. Did you take Jay, though? I did. Okay, just want to make sure I got that right. 
All right, and next we will go with number one, Kelly, versus number five, Steve. So we've already established that you're taking Kelly. I'm picking Kelly, and ESPN has Kelly trouncing me by... Okay, here. Here's the one. ESPN has Kelly beating me by 23.1 points. Do I get closer than that or get blown out by more than that? More than that. Okay. Well, if you're going to lose, that's how you do it. Last matchup. Number nine, Lucas versus number six, Cam. Lucas. I am going to take Cam. Still love you, Kamish. Still a believer in the team. But ESPN is going to go with Lucas as well. All right. I believe that is, wow, we, oh, this is going to be our longest show. All right. Um, What's your recommendation for the week? Clearly not the Mighty Ducks. Why don't you go first? Dragon's Milk released their new stout. I am so, so excited. Is it the white one? No, Dragon's Milk White's been out for a while. They release a new beer every three to four months. Oh, what's the new one? Oh, my goodness. Oatmeal cookie. Mm, I don't trust it. I am so excited about this. Okay. But that is my recommendation for the week. And, uh, yeah, anyway, what you got? Uh, Shrek 2? Stop it! Just okay. stop it! Okay. I've, <laughs> I've been listening to the podcast called Lore. Did I suggest that one? You did. I did? Oh, man. I think you might have suggested that one. Cam was on the show. Really? Last year, yeah. Okay, well, I like... Wow, good memory. Um, that means I have to be right, but... Between yeah. Two Ferns on YouTube. There you go. What is it? Between Two Ferns. What's it called? What's it about... Zach Galifianakis interviews celebrities and he's just a butthole to people. Okay. All right. So I think we've got everything we need. So until then, say goodnight, Gracie. Who?